it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. And the F is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. This guy comes up to me. He goes, do you just hate wearing underwear? What? I didn't really know how to take it, so I just responded with, oh my God, I know my flops are like so long, like I can't contain them. No, you didn't. If you've been listening to me since day one, you know that I live in New York City. But what I do not talk about is in the past, I would honestly just take whatever I could get. First apartment uh, was a mattress on the floor. It was a studio apartment the size of my room and there were cockroaches everywhere. I mean, I would find an ad in the newspaper and I would just put in a deposit without ever seeing it. Sounds good to me. Now we've moved on up, people. And when I was looking for the apartment that I live in now, I had some things that were absolutely non-negotiables. Like I need an in-unit washer and dryer to be able to do laundry. I need a doorman. Did I need heated bathroom floors? No, but it's nice to have. And after some searching, I found my perfect place. And now I want to help you find your perfect place in whatever corner of the world you are in. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools to help find a rental listing that checks all your specific unique boxes. And they make it so easy, especially if you're someone like me who doesn't want to leave my room unless I absolutely have to. Apartments.com offers 3D virtual tours for when you can't be there in person or when you simply just don't want to be. So instead of wasting entire days shuffling around a city trying to find a decent place, Just grab a drink and search on Apartments.com and utilize all of their tools. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Sophia with an F. I am recording from WTF Media Studios in Soho, New York, the sexiest studio ever almost as sexy as how my voice sounds right now. Some people would say chain smoker. I think like Scarlett Johansson. And I'm here with Brand Flakes. Hi. Brand, <laughs> I am so happy you are here. How long have we known each other? Uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> what have I told you? You're coming to my wedding. Yeah. You're in my top five best friend group. I'm not joking. <laughs> like when we met each other, it was instant chemistry yes right off the, the band the banta was there and people are gonna hear it brian and i can just go back and forth for seven hours it might not be entertaining for anyone listening we'll make it entertaining yeah <laughs> but i mean as long as it is for us we're fine 100 percent. we met in the hamptons and i think that's where we should start with yeah. like our origin story yeah, Sophia and I met three weeks ago on a Patron trip in the Hamptons, and I knew we were going to get along because <laughs> I said the most unhinged thing. 
she was telling somebody, you were introducing yourself. You're like, Sophia with an F, not a PH, not a PH. And I just <laughs> turned to her and I go, this is really weird. But if you ever do like a Vagisil campaign, like you could literally be like, I'm Sophia with a PH. And I didn't know if it was going to land, but it landed beautifully. That's, you know how witty that shit is? <laughs> I, why have I never put two and two together? <laughs> so I, I think I just came up with a marketing deal for you. That's huge. That's amazing. If anyone who wants to work with Sophia with a pH. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me tell you, my pH balance is perfect. Five stars. Yeah. F- five star pH <laughs> five balance. Five stars on Yelp. <laughs> five stars on Yelp. So that was our first conversation we had. Literally our first conversation. I don't even think you knew my name. I, that was the first thing I said to you. Okay. And then, I, and then I probably learned your name like four days into the trip. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, no, you were good. <laughs> no, you, I remember I was like, you are my favorite person here. Oh. We are going to rate everyone on the trip one through 10. Yeah, we have to do a pyramid ranking. Yes, a pyramid ranking. But obviously we're at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, maybe we should just say we're at the bottom so people don't get annoyed. True. That's true. Very fair. Yeah. But that weekend, so much went down. It was so fun. And it was like the best group of people, but it was like, it was a lot. It was a bender for sure. Like when you're with an alcohol company, like you're gonna drink. And I always go into it like, this is work. Try to be professional. Patron was like, no, get blacked out. They were like, like, please, like we're ordering another bottle. And I respect them for that. And no one died. So no one died. And there were no mishaps. I mean, maybe one or two, there was someone in the sprinter van who was standing up on our way home and when they pushed the when they like stepped on the brakes he went flying across the sprinter van into the front on the floor and I think he was like six three but aside from that it was amazing what else happened in the Hamptons I'm like my I can't even think right now vagina gate Oh, we're going to talk about the Hamptons and not talk about Vagina Gate. Yeah, I forgot about Vagina Gate. How? How could you forget when it wasn't I, my vagina? I mean, <laughs> how much did I talk about it? <laughs> like people started to get annoyed. People were like, OK, so some of you, you told this story 78 times. Yeah. Do you want to tell it again? Absolutely. OK. Until I'm blue in the face, until I die, I want to tell the story. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I was wearing a little tiny white skirt, okay? And the skirt was very short. And we went to Surf Lodge uh, way before anyone got there. It got crazy and way fun later. But as the group, the Patron group, we're all taking pictures of each other. And I'm looking back at the pictures and I'm like, okay, Sophia, your vagina is about a centimeter and a half away from hanging out and being visible. Like it was like right here. You know what I mean? The paparazzi puss was coming out. A hundred percent. I was giving Brittany, I was giving Lindsay, who else has done it? Paris, all of them. But it wasn't cute. Like it wasn't. I I thought it was tasteful. You did. (laughs) I thought it was like, I thought it was tasteful puss. (laughs) You were really good with crossing your legs. That's okay. That's what I want to point out. Because after I saw those pictures, I was like, now I have to be cautious about this. It was an inside joke with the people on the trip that you weren't wearing underwear. But then someone who was not in our group, mm-hmm. a straight male, pointed it out in a way that was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I'll explain it. So 
I'm like crossing my legs like this. By the way, when I say like this, that means you should be watching this on YouTube. Go hit that subscribe button. <laughs> I was, there was no way you could see my vagina for the rest of the night. But this guy comes up to me. This is like four hours later. And he goes, can I ask you a question? But it's really personal. I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'm an open book, baby. I'm an open book. I'm an open vagina. Let's go. He's like, no, it's really, really personal. Can I ask you? I say, fucking ask it already. He goes, do you just hate wearing underwear? Like, do women just hate wearing underwear? No laughing, no giggling, no nothing. Like there wasn't, it was like an angry, like it came out of anger. Yeah. And it was very bizarre. And I didn't really know how to take it. So I just responded with, something like oh my god I know my flops are like so long like I can't contain them like said some crazy shit. no you did because I thought he was like joking because yeah. I didn't think someone would say it that seriously and then and, and then it made him angrier like he was like no I, I don't see why that's funny going off but as a straight dude wouldn't you like whisper to like a girl you actually know and say hey Maybe you should go tell that girl her vagina's out. Right. That was what a logical person would do. Right. Right. Also, Yomi? like, no. Like, who cares? Free the puss. Also that. It was 90 degrees and it was the summertime. If you don't want to wear panties, don't wear panties. And I'm pretty positive my vagina at that point was not just no, fucking hanging out. out. No. Like, I was being so cautious. I probably looked uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was like this misogynistic, like, what if I do want to have my pussy out? <laughs> free the nip. Free the pussy. Free the labia. <laughs> Like it was, it was very bizarre to the point that someone who was sitting next to me, like overheard the conversation and like kicked him out. Yeah. Like it was like that level. So anyways, it's like, I laugh it off because I've just have a sick sense of humor. But when I get really drunk, I like to repeat the same thing over and over and over and over again. The same way I'll put Spotify on my phone and listen to the same song over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And... I think people started to be like, yeah, you told us already. <laughs> like, we heard it already. I didn't think it was that bad. I really didn't. I think you're also, one of the people who were like, yeah, we know. Yeah. And it also is kind of like a crazy story. So I'm like, I wouldn't blame you. Like, if it happened to me, I would be talking about it too. I mean, I thought it was a crazy story. And then I called my friend that night drunk. And she was like, why are you calling me? <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. So Patron, incredible. The trip was amazing. What else happened? We just had the best time, honestly. We ate, we ate, we drank, we took photos, we gossiped, and yeah, that was that. Mm -hmm. And all the content. Uh, it was like a content house. Yeah, it was really cool. There was like a lot of people coming in and out every day. Some people were very attractive. Mm -hmm. We were we we had like a lot of inside jokes. We would have tech time because we were in a <laughs> content house that had quite literally no Wi-Fi. But there was one room, the movie theater room, where the Wi-Fi had. A little. We're not going to go crazy here and say it had Wi-Fi. It had, like, one bar. Uh -huh. And we would just sit in there all, like, trying to post all the content we were taking. But then too many people found out about it and it stopped right. working. Right. By the end of the trip, then there were, like, 30 people in the movie theater room. Yeah. The secret got out. The secret got out, like, right away. That that was – I said this before. The Hamptons, especially East Hampton, has to be one of the richest zip codes in America. Yep. But they Correct. can't afford Wi-Fi. Like, I know that some of the billionaires that live there can afford, you know, fiber optic cables. Like, I know <laughs> they can. 
<laughs> there are satellites that go to space. Like, I know the Hamptons can get Wi-Fi. Like, don't tell me it's like, oh, the trees. They're and- hiding something for us. Oh, my God. Right? Someone said online, they were like, they don't want to build cell phone towers on, like, the land. But whatever. Billionaires will build whatever they want on whatever land. (laughs) Hello? Awesome Native Americans. Hello. It started a long fucking time ago. Okay. I want to move on from the Hamptons. Bran, you are having the best time in New York. I'm saying that sarcastically. He literally wants to die and wants to leave already. Back to Philly. I, uh, yeah, I'm going back to Philly tomorrow. What's the award that you won? Philly Magazine Influencer of the Year. Thank you. I mean, that's- me clapping for myself. (laughs) Philly Magazine Influencer of the Year. Yes. What is a magazine influencer? No, so the- Oh, Philly Magazine. Philly Magazine. (laughs) Oh my God. You know what? You can't be hot and smart. Facts. You know? Um, but yeah, Philly Magazine, there was like a few like food influencer of the year. I got influencer of the year, which was awesome. That is really amazing. I wanted to give you that intro. And so I was just like, here's Bran. It's because we're it's because we're too close. We're t- now. Yeah, it's, it's it's there's no introduction <laughs> needed. Okay. I want to talk about New York Fashion Week. Let's do it. So this is the first year that I've really dipped my toes into New York Fashion Week, like really, really. Yeah. And Shit is crazy. It's nuts. I went to a presentation, which is like another form of a show, right? Right. right. Where the models like stand and then rotate the clothing, but they don't like walk. Yes. I think people, I think people will know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I think people will pick up what I'm putting down. Uh, It was for La Gence. I love, I mean, the clothes were fucking crazy. But in my mind, I'm thinking... Okay, it's at 4 p.m. I'm just going to do a little light makeup. They dressed me, which was amazing. You know, put a few curls in my hair. I looked homeless. Not the clothing part. The clothing part looked insane. But the pe- women, every single girl there had her hair and makeup done to the nines. Right. So... The thing is, is I have several other shows I'm going to. Am I supposed to be getting makeup and hair done every day? I wouldn't. You would not? I wouldn't. Well, I don't know. The thing with New York Fashion Week, it's like influencer Olympics. Yeah. And last year was the first year I went and I thought it was more like on the influencers who like, I thought it was kind of our fault. Like we were making it too deep. But like, honestly, Mm. the brands... Do not set influencers up for success in terms of making people feel good. Like I was at a party on Thursday or no, on Wednesday. And, you know, you just thought, wow, amazing that I got invited to this, which it was so grateful. But then you start seeing certain influencers get a VIP wristband and certain (laughs) influencers are going backstage. And then certain influencers are in jet pop. Um, Wait, what's that? General population, like GA. Mm, They're they're Um, like, uh, what's your engagement rate? (laughs) if you, that, that's exactly what happens. So it's like you almost feel like, oh shit, like, am I like a D-lister? Like, did I like get the last invite? Mm -hmm. Even though no one's saying that to you and it's in your own head, but it's almost impossible not to think like that. Even if you're a totally like comfortable, secure person, these events will like give you a form of self-doubt, whether it's, I don't look as hot as the girl next to me. And that might be more personal or it's like, no, the brand is literally telling you, you can come in, but you have to stand in a certain place. 
That's kind of crazy to have an event. Like, okay, a concert, for example, if you're paying money, right, right, to be in the VIP section, if they are splitting up an event into like VIP, then in the next tier underneath that, next tier underneath that, like settle down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, it's not the White House. I think the industry as a whole is is built to make you feel like shit. Yeah, you have to have really thick skin to do this. And that's what I think people get confused about because they're like, you're an influencer, your job is so easy. Yes, the actual job itself of taking a video and posting it in pictures is fucking easy. But like having that like weird thing where like everyone talks about you and Mm -hmm. you're not like protected like an actor or a singer is protected. Like you don't have bodyguards. You don't have like, I mean, some influencers probably (laughs) do. But for the most part, you could come up to Sophia and I in a coffee shop and you could say whatever the fuck you want. You could get physical with us and we cannot stop you, which is scary as fuck. Do you think we need bodyguards? I don't, know. Do you think I do? I feel like no, that would you're be scrappy. Crazy. I would not want to fuck. I personally would not want to fuck with you. I've got something new for y'all, and it's called Minor Figures Barista Oat. Okay, one of my non-negotiables is coffee in the morning, especially when it's cold out and I'm feeling burnout. Morning coffee gives me life. Like it actually is the one thing that will get me out of bed. It's soothing. It wakes me up. And because it's the one thing I consume every single day, I've recently been much more intentional about what goes in my morning cup. And I absolutely love slash am obsessed with Minor Figures Barista Oat. And not only is it delicious, but it's clean label. So the absence of stabilizers and additives offers you the ability to detect more of the coffee's natural characteristics and flavor notes. Plus, Minor Figures is 100% plant-based, love to see it, carbon neutral, and B Corp certified. You can buy their products online at us.minorfigures.com. You can also discover fun games, music playlists, and explore their store locator to see where you can buy Minor Figures near you. For my listeners in Denver, New York, Minor Figures is also now available at Whole Foods Market. I would not win in a fight. Don't tell people that. I would not win in a fucking fight. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know how to throw a punch. I would just go for the hair, which is actually- I would go for my phone and just call 911 because I'd be screwed. <laughs> I would be screwed if someone tried to get physical with me. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> I honestly might just sit there and take it and just pray, like, maybe they'll feel so bad right? for me that they'll just be like, all right, this is like a pity fight. I Yeah. Fetal position all the way. And just be like, oh my God, please. Like take, I would say take whatever you want. Just please don't hurt me. I wasn't expecting to see as many celebrities and influencers as I did. The entire cast of Roni, old season and new. Were you a fan of that show? I'm interviewing Sonia Morgan tomorrow. (laughs) I'm so nervous. 
I'm sorry. Why have you been holding out on me and not telling me that? She's doing like a fun little tour. Um, she's coming to Philly tomorrow and she asked me to be like the moderator of her show. So I will be interviewing her tomorrow. I could cry right now. <laughs> she, I think, is my all-time favorite housewife. She's crazy. She is batshit insane. And I love it. In the best way. <laughs> In the best way. She was definitely not there obviously, but <laughs> Ramona yep. was there and it was just such a Ramona thing. Like hair pulled back so fucking tight that it's like, you don't need to get a facelift walking around on her phone, the crazy eyes blinking like this, but like also like looking like she wanted you to go up to her. Right. Like they, they all kind of looked like cougars on the prowl. Um, Olivia Culpo was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's major. It was major. Yeah. And you know what? I actually want to say something. In the past, on the old show that I was on, I would, from time to time, talk shit to get views. Of course. Not just me, <laughs> right? Like me and my co-host. And so now it's kind of this like weird thing where we didn't, we wouldn't talk that much fucking shit, but from time to time. Right. And I'm like sweating. I'm like trying to cover my ass. Like not all the time, just a little bit of the time, but like sometimes. And we said something about Olivia Culpo, this is years ago, being hot, but probably boring in bed. Do we know what Olivia Culpo is like in bed? No. And we just, now you're standing next to her in a room. Yeah. And and I don't know. Like I, I want to like DM her. I mean, she, I don't even know if she fucking remembers. Right. I know she knew about it because her younger sister, like, got in the comments and, like. She probably remembers. She probably does, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that that's just what it is. It is what it is. You know, when you start out from being ground zero, no followers, nothing, like. You, you have to talk, talk about people. And eventually <laughs> it's it's an honor when you get so much success that you're now in the same room as them. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, if, she, if that was me and she came up to me and was like, I remember what you said, fuck you, I'd be like valid. No, but I think she actually <laughs> looked at me and then just whoop walked in the opposite direction. It, it just kind of sucks because I'm yeah. standing in a room and I'm like, did I offend that person in the past? Yeah. So what do I do? I think you <laughs> just, if, unless you want to actually go up to somebody and, and be like, I'm really sorry for what I said. If that's, that's what I would do. But if you want to just take that L and just be like, we're not going to be friends. It is what it is. I did what I did and it worked because now we're in the same room, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to, I think taking ownership is the best thing you can do in that situation. I agree. Maybe this, this is my olive branch to Olivia Culpo because I know she's a huge list, listener of the show. So Olivia, this is me saying, sorry, I did go on her sister's podcast Oh, the Not, sister who was in, no okay, different sister. Um, Aurora Sophia is okay. the one that kind of stood up for her sister. Um, I went on her podcast. I don't know if it aired, but yeah, maybe I'll DM her. I was young and stupid. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. We've all been there. What else is new, Brandon? New York is fun. It's awesome to come here. I just could never live here. It mm -hmm. is so overstimulating. You are on one all the fucking time. Everything is crowded. You're always like. I don't know. I swear even when it's freezing here, it's still hot. Like I'm just constantly in a drip sweat. Every time I come here, I feel like I'm like shitting my brains out. Like I don't know what they put in the water here. Okay, but also you're wearing a leather jacket. I'm also wearing a leather jacket, but like you have to commit to the look. It's fashion week. Okay, that's true. Um, But yeah, love to visit. Could never live here. 
give you all so much props. Thank you. Um, do you think that you guys should do something about the lantern flies situation? You guys is in who? Philly people? Yeah. Because I heard they came <laughs> from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is far from Philly. Do we need to have <laughs> Sophia geography class here? I have never been to Pittsburgh in my entire life, and I live in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, but Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania. It is. Okay, so I'm not fucking that shit Have you here. ever been to Albany? No. Albany's in New York. It, okay, whatever, <laughs> regardless. Pennsylvania, your yes. home state, is the reason for the lanternfly issue. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm from Argentina. I'm so proud from being from oh, Argentina. You know Whether it's Patagonia, Buenos Aires, or Mar del Plata, it's Argentina at the end of the day. I'll make you a deal. I will figure out the lanternfly situation if you guys get the fucking rats sorted out here. <laughs> okay? I actually, I know the whole backstory about the lanternflies. And I feel like you do too. I don't. You just don't want to talk about it. I think we have interest, more interesting topics. Okay, hit me. Because I think it's the most interesting <laughs> shit ever. I swear Let's to God. Let's talk about dating. Oh. Are, are you talking to any boys right now? Um, yeah. Yes. What about you? I have boyfriends. <laughs> I just found that out like yesterday when you told me. You were like betrayed. I told you in the Hamptons. I don't know if you remember. Mm -mm. Very scatterbrained this yeah, one. Very. And you were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I have a boyfriend, Sophia. <laughs> but before, he's my, it's my first relationship. So before that, I was single for 25 years. How long have you guys been dating? We're coming up on a year next weekend. How serious is it? Really serious. Like, like get married? I mean, I would not be mad if that is the direction that it goes in. See, I thought we were going to be best friends and like, no, I don't know. No, but I think every best friend needs like one single person and one commitment. I think that those best friend duos who are in different situations That's true. bring out the best in each like other. Like you can ground me. You yeah. can keep me grounded. But before him, I went through a shit show of like people that I dated. Do you want to hear the worst yes. story that I've ever yes. had? Yes, yes. So I was going on a third date with this guy. And we meet up in the city and he was like, hey, do you mind if I run an errand really quickly? And I was like, no, thinking he's like going to run into the grocery store and like buy something. He <laughs> takes me to Burlington Coat Factory. Now, mind you, <laughs> me and Burlington Coat Factory have a history. I interned for their corporation when I was in college and it was the worst three months of my <gasps> life. So I'm already like, I do not want to go into here. PTSD. Have you ever worked retail before? I have not. Okay. I used to. And if there's one thing that I would tell you I would hate most as a retail worker from a customer is when someone tries to do a no receipt return. <gasps> Keep in mind, we're at the Burlington Coat Factory. So the item that he's returning was not expensive. Mm -hmm. It was a $15 raincoat and he had a no receipt <sighs> return. And if there's one thing that always gives me the ick, I would never date somebody who is rude to any kind of service worker, whether it is a waiter at a restaurant, a retail clerk. He's giving this cashier an attitude because he doesn't have the receipt for the $15 pea coat that he's trying to return at the Burlington Coat Factory. What did the raincoat look like? It was gray and it had like a blue nylon hood. Okay, It was bye. sickening. Okay. I understood why he was returning it, but what I didn't understand was why he bought it in the first place right. and why he's taking me, who we're on a third date with. Before we're supposed to go to dinner, this is what we're starting off with. <laughs> this is the errand. So then I, he does this, and then I'm committed to hanging out with this man for the rest of the night after he just, like, talk about the ick. That, the ick. <laughs> did he get the jacket returned? He got the jacket returned for store credit. 
So he now, I wonder, I to this day wonder if he got his $15 worth at the Burlington Coat Factory. I didn't even know those still existed. Yeah, so those were the type of men I was associating myself with before, if I'm being honest. Okay, but Brandon, <laughs> the thing is, is you say I was committed to hang out with him for the rest of the night. No, you I should have left. I should have left. The second he stopped there. At that point, though, I was like, I was living in the suburbs and I came into the city. I was like, I'm at least... You know, you know, you know. I can't even. I can't even defend myself. I should have went home. I was about to say I. I, I might as well get dick, but no, I regret that. <laughs> I hundred percent regret it. I can't. I can't come forward with that. Well, was the dick good? No. Oh, okay. No. So on the top next of that- morning, that was it. Rap. Never spoke to this man again. Mm-hmm. But that was just like one of several like terrible dating experiences that I would have. See, that's why I stay in relationships for two to three years longer than I should. <laughs> Because, like, I just—why would I want to deal with that? No, dating is terrible, and I just—I couldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Like, if someone told me, like, I had to re-download Hinge, like, I actually think I would, like— Die. Die. Literally die. Okay, so you're making me feel really optimistic about being 31 in my future. Well, we look different. (laughs) (laughs) I was picking up the scraps. You're over here getting, like, hot, hot daddies. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, we as a unit look different than the rest of the world. No, 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 no. You and I are playing on very—if you're a varsity A-string, I'm, like, couldn't get into D3 in college. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm flattered. Thank you. I don't agree with you. But— Yeah, I think I need to get—I just work a lot. Yeah, which I always say, like, put your career first, and that's something that I really appreciate about, like, the person that I'm with right now. Mm. My boyfriend, like, he just restarted—he just started med school after already going to dental school. Like, went to dental school at Columbia, down the street from (gasps) fucking here. Got his degree, did two years of a residency, and was like, I hate this. Would you, like, be unattracted to me if I told you I wanted to restart my career and I'm going to start med school at 31? I was like, why would I be unattracted to someone who knows what the fuck they want and is going to do something that betters himself? Do you think I was nervous that people were going to be attracted to me when I quit my 9-to-5 job with amazing benefits to fucking come and sit on a couch and do podcasts and film TikToks? Like, Thank you for following me. <laughs> I think it's hot when people are ambitious about their work because there's so many people who are miserable about their jobs. Mm -hmm. And I was one of them until I decided to roll the dice and be like, fuck it, I'm going to quit. I might be literally so poor at first, but I want to try to do this and grow. And it's fucking worked. And look how far you've come. Look how far Why do you think it's worked? Someone once told me, you'll never let yourself fail. When your own ass is on the line, when you're not working for a corporation that's making millions of dollars and you're not working for Susie that wants to have TBs at 11, touch bases for corporate lingo (laughs) bitches, at 11 a.m. to talk about how you're going to help them do their job. Mm -hmm. You're going to work much harder when it's your ass on the line, when it's your own deadline and it's your business. Full Kim K, if you had a business you were passionate about, I'm passionate about this. I was never passionate about being someone else's employee. I was never passionate about, it's like, oh, you're going to make 45K a year regardless of how hard you work. You can come in and do the bare minimum. You might get fired or you can come in and work your ass. And when you ask for a promotion in six months, we're going to tell you we don't have budget. I have never, that was so well said because I did the nine to five thing too. Yep. And I was like, I just hated it because it was in a field I wasn't interested in when in reality, that's part of it. But like the bigger thing is, I'm working my ass off 
to climb the corporate ladder that will right. take 20, 30 years. And it's all brainwashing when you get in there. It's like they give you this spiel about yes. how they're this company that wants to see you grow. Mm-hmm. They want to keep retention. They want to build your career. But you ask them for the bare minimum and they can't give it to you. Oh, we'll give you a 25%, like 25 cent, not percent, 25 cent (laughs) raise on your next paycheck. Yeah. I remember they gave all of us a $1,000 Christmas bonus. Um, Considering it was Morgan Stanley, I do think that they had a little bit of a bigger pocket. They probably had a little (laughs) bit of a bigger pocket. Yeah. And that was, I just learned that quickly and I was like, I could sit here and bitch about it. Or I could put destiny in my own hands and be in control of my money and what I want to come in. And I always compare like content creation. I feel like it's in some ways similar to real estate. It's like you can go a month without selling a house and you could see zero dollars and then you could sell a $3 million home and get a fat commission check. And then you could be, you could make a salary that was could last you a year. So with content creation, I'm like, if there's a time where I'm like, I'm not getting enough brand deals. You know what I do? I get to work. I make funny content. I think out of the box on how I'm going to make better TikToks, how I'm going to make myself more appealable to brands. Mm-hmm. And if there's a time in my life where I'm sick of doing that, then I'll I'll do something else. You'll pivot. I'll pivot. And you care about the work you're doing and that that's going to make you go a hundred times harder. Yeah. Did you quit before you like took that leap of faith? I quit at 250,000 followers and I was seeing consistent, like brands were consistently DMing me and like emailing me and asking me to work with them. And I was like, I'm going to, I hated the job that I was into, which made it more easy for me to be like, I want to quit. But I was like, I'm going to take the summer. I quit in April, 2022. And I was like, I'm going to take the summer off, off and just try to do content creation full time. And if after summer, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm making no money. I'll reapply to corporate jobs. But it was not the case. I made double my salary at my nine to five job in one summer doing this on my own. That was when I was like, not only am I not quitting, I'm hiring a manager. I'm hiring people on my team to fucking help me grow this. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Etsy. There truly is no better gift than the present, which is something I would normally say when I was a terrible daughter and forgot to get my mom a gift on Mother's Day or her birthday. But trust, those days are well behind me and I actually get 
complimented all the time on my gift giving skills. And not because I'm an adult with my priorities and shit together, but because of Etsy's gift mode. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect gift for everyone in your life and for every occasion. Like for my friend's birthday that just recently passed, I found the cutest set of wine glasses from a small business and they were even able to personalize them. So freaking cute, a win for me because I supported a small business and a win for my gift giving reputation. There really is something for everyone on Etsy from the photographer in your life to the wine enthusiast. I'm telling you, you will find something they love. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. I had a similar story and I think that's the advice I would give people because I'm sure maybe the majority of people listening do work a nine to five job that they hate. Right. I would start something you love on the side. That's That's, start as a side hustle. Yes. Start it on Mm -hmm. the side. And I always say like, you're, you don't need to necessarily like love, love your job. It needs to pay your bills and it needs to give you enough mental stability that you can get day to day. Yep. But if there is something you are obsessed with, figure out a way that you can like do that more. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was talking about it online. It was literally, I just love to talk. I love to gossip. I love to make people laugh. I love to make people feel better. And I was like, I realized I was able to accomplish that by posting videos on social media. Did anyone like at your job start to notice like, hey, I saw your... So that's how I got my last job. I was working at GoPuff. Uh-huh. Um, and oh. at first I was on their merchandising team because I came from a business degree. And they found, the social media team found my TikTok. They asked me to start making TikToks for them. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was like, listen, I'm doing my own nine to five here. I'm not now joining the social team. Like if you want me on your team, you can poach me. And they were like, well, you can apply. And I applied for the position thinking that it was going to be my favorite job in the world. And I realized I hated making content for other people the same way I hated working for other people. I was so used to posting videos on my own page where I don't have to run it by legal. I don't have to run it by anyone to (laughs) tell me don't post that or we can't use that sound. It's copyrighted. So when I had to deal with those restrictions and I had to like almost convince people to let me post my ideas, I was like, you hired me. Why am I now trying to convince you that what I'm what I know is best? Like if you don't believe in me, then don't hire me. So it was just like a constant power dynamic. Very grateful for the experience. I really <laughs> no, I truly am. No, it's, I know. It I taught know. me a lot, not only about the industry, it taught me a lot about myself and what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was like, I don't want to work in social media for a corporation. I want to work for social media for myself. And every job you have is leading towards something bigger. I don't regret working in finance. It taught me a lot. And I'm glad because there's so many people now, not that there's a problem with this, but influencing is becoming such a culture that there are girls who are graduating college and they're never going to have a nine to five. They go right into being an influencer, Mm -hmm. which kudos to them. If you're popping off like that in college, I wish I could have done this sooner. But at the same time, I'm really glad I got the experience of a nine to five because I think it makes me one more relatable as a content creator. I have so many things I can talk about from that job and every job that I ever had before that. Um, And I'm really glad that it showed me like 
what I really wanted to do, which was work for myself. And I would have never, when you have to make a career choice at 18, what you're going to major, I would have never been like, oh, I want to own my own business. Mm-hmm. Never, the thought never crossed my mind until it happened. I Yeah, I'm very fortunate for working that nine to five too and working in the service industry. Yeah. I'm going to force my kids to be in the service industry in some capacity. My first job ever, I was a clerk at Forever 21. Mm. That was my first job ever because I went to fashion school and I needed some kind of retail job. And the only store that called me back with an application was Forever 21. And I worked in their store for a year. I literally, and I just saw a girl, I this was seven years ago, and I just saw a girl at the Fashion Week event. And she was like, do you remember me? Like we used to work together at the Forever 21 store. I was like, and now here the fuck we both are fucking at a magazine party. Oh my God. Cool. That is fucking cool. Yeah. By the way, everybody, we are wearing Forever 21. Sponsored by Forever 21. They better fucking pay me after this. So I want to ask you. Because I feel like you're like a really cool hybrid because you're in the influencer space. But like your main job is this podcast. Mm -hmm. What is your take, especially given that it's Fashion Week, on like the New York City influencer culture? I don't know because I feel like I don't really immerse myself in it. Right. Not because I think I'm too cool, not like none of that. Right. I just, I have my core group of friends and I'm friendly with like a lot of, you know, New York influencers. 100%. Down to hang out with them. They're amazing. I I don't think there's one New York influencer that I can think of that I don't get along with. Right. Um, but I'm not in the, in that scene. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's how I feel too, because everyone always asks me like, why don't you move here? And I'm like, I'm like you. I have my own life in mm-hmm. Philly, my own friends who don't do anything with this world. They don't, they work nine to fives and I love to visit. And now that I don't have coworkers anymore, I literally sometimes see my other influencer friends and it feels like we're coworkers because we talk about brands that we're working with, other people in the industry that we know. Mm-hmm. So it is important for me to come here and like get my feet wet and like be involved in the scene, but I could never live here full time because I, I honestly think my mental health would go to shit. <laughs> like if your whole life is immersed in this industry, like it will take a toll on you because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and wondering what's going on. Yeah. It's so funny with Fashion Week, everyone mocks influencers for being like, what events are you going to? What events do you have today? And what I figured out was, I don't think people ask you that question because they want to brag about what they're going to. They ask because they're scared you're going to say something that they weren't invited to. And that brings us back to where we started earlier. Like, it's not necessarily that influencers are are like bad and competitive. It's just like this industry plants doubt in your head that you wouldn't have necessarily had before. So it's like, if I'm asking Sophia, what events do you have tonight? It's not so I can be like, "Mm, sorry, I'm going to Vogue. It's so I can see, oh, you were invited to that. I wasn't. That's it's almost like a form of self-harm. Yeah. Like when you're like reading a gossip tabloid, but partially you're just reading it praying that they're not saying anything bad about you. Mm-hmm. You just want to know what like almost FOMO, like what are you missing? What are you potentially missing out on? And when someone says, oh, I'm not going to anything, it makes you feel like better and more validated, which is fucked. But- which is which is fucked. And when people ask me what events I'm going to, I'm going to great events. But when I tell them, I'm insecure telling them. Yeah, because it's like, well, I wasn't invited to much. And then it's like, oh, maybe you're like, it's it's so weird. It, I can't it, even it is, explain it. No, it is very weird. That's why it's like, 
I love coming, but like I'm glad to go home tomorrow, like halfway <laughs> through the week because it's a lot. This week, shit, I can't say the the name of the brand, but I was having a meeting with like my team and we were talking about what events and shows I'm going to and I'm going to go see this particular clothing brand and someone on my team was like, I mean, you're not, if, if you're sitting in the second row, like you're not fucking going. Like we're not, we're not doing that type of shit. Right. And I was like, okay, so I was definitely sitting in the second row <laughs> last year to everywhere I went. And it's like, that's a fucking wild ass thing to say. It is. Oh yeah. my God, you're sitting in the second row at a fashion show. Like what planet are people living on? <laughs> I love my team though. Shout out. It's rough. It is rough. And it's like, you don't, it's weird to talk about it. Cause even earlier, it's like when I'm saying, oh, I was in, there's certain people in VIP. I'm still fucking grateful at the end of the day that I got, I got in the door mm -hmm. that I got in the door and I got invited. I would never disrespect anybody. Like it's such a grateful, humbling, but it is humbling at the same time. It's a little too humbling. To then see like, oh, there's other things like maybe I'm not as good as I think I am or something. And it's weird because who's really measuring that, you know? Mm -hmm. Because people, let me tell you one thing, your follower count does not fucking matter. Yeah. You can post a video and have a million followers and it could get literally 3,000 views. It's happened to me before with half a million followers. <laughs> it doesn't matter, especially when your main platform is TikTok and anything goes. Right. I think I don't really get insecure about the events and like the exclusivity and if I was invited or not. Yeah. When I left that presentation, I was like, I swear to God, I have the text. I texted this guy I met who does like filler and all of that stuff. And I was like, is there a way for me to get rid of my under <laughs> eye bags, dark circles and laugh lines, but I need them gone by tomorrow or at least by Saturday? Bible, that is what I wrote. Yeah. And he said that's not possible, but he's going to give me a medical grade facial. But I was like, how do girls look like this? Yeah, it is very intimidating when like you see people who you thought were beautiful online and then you see how actually much more beautiful they are in person. I hate that. I'm like, I holy fuck, <laughs> I knew you were cute, but like you're dumb cute now. Like, fuck. I fucking hate when that but happens. But hopefully people say the same thing about us. They do. No, what people say, they're like, we didn't realize you were so short. People will comment to me like, I thought you were 5'11". I'm like, bitch, where did you think that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I take videos of myself shoulder up. You would never know. But, but I'm 5'4". <laughs> but are you? No, you're five, 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 five. Okay, but why do people assume we're taller? Because I get that comment all the time. I guess they just can't tell on screen, like what you actually, like height wise. I don't fucking Maybe know. Maybe the energy we bring. We is give tall, tall energy. Mm -hmm. I love short people though. Really? I like my like my boyfriend is my height. I like I love a short king. Okay. Um, I actually do, I don't mind. Like yeah. you know girls are always like they need to be 6 foot or like 6 1. Yeah. Why? I I like short guys. I like tall guys too. I I like guys. But <laughs> <laughs> I I've never had that issue with short guys. I'm like short guys are hot. That's not an issue for me either, but um this is a great segue. We're just going to talk about it. I okay. was going to hold off on talking no, about, it, talk about it, but let's talk about what we look for in a guy. Okay. Because I recently was featured on 
Fox News, uh, a panel of people were talking about me, Daily Mail, The Post, basically everywhere. And the clip, it was taken from the podcast episode I did with Leo Skeppi, love him. And I said something that apparently is extremely controversial, which is I make men show me their bank account information on the first date. <laughs> do you really? I can't, I do. Okay. But, hey, but this I love is the, the ownership. Thing. Yeah. The fact that there, there is a panel. Who's the blonde girl that we. Tommy Lauren. <laughs> Brandon- Can I just say, <laughs> if Tommy Lauren is saying positive things about you, you have more to be worried about. If someone told me, if someone came up to me and said, Tommy Lauren hates me, that's a green flag. <laughs> Tommy Lauren would hate me. Tommy Lauren, I think, would call me a slur. It begins with F. Uh-huh. And I I don't even think I would probably know. She would probably tell me that I shouldn't ever have kids. Mm-hmm. And that, like, she would say horrible things to me. So if Tommy Lauren is saying bad things about you, I think you're doing something right. So she was the only one on the panel that kind of supported me. Oh. So what does that say about well, me? <laughs> well, well, well. Maybe we just cut that part. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, I am MAGA all the fucking way. I 100%. Podcast <laughs> ends here. Bye, guys. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I just I flip a switch like that. I'm totally joking, but... She like, she talked shit, but like kind of saw my point of view. I ask for a guy's bank account info half because I like to test them. And I hate boring dates. I will not do small talk. I will not do. So like, tell me about your upbringing and I I won't do it. So let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Tell me, let's say you ask this guy. Can I see your bank account info? Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, God. Let's say you ask a guy this, and this guy is you're he's he's crossing all your other boxes, whatever they may be in terms of looks, vibe, anything. Say he says, honestly, it's not good. I'm in two hundred thousand dollars debt from fucking student loans. It Bye. Blows. You're leaving. Bye. Even if everything else is perfect. Bye. What am I, your fucking babysitter? Do you need a binky? <laughs> Hi. Let me. Okay. Let me fucking just jump in my arms. Let me carry you home. Tuck you into bed. So. That's where And why are you 200k in debt? <laughs> like so, that Yeah. No, I under no, I understand like there are certain circumstances where that would be necessary 100%. You need to max out your credit well, cards. I said student loans. So it's like he's paying them back why, in co- Why did he go Where did he go to college that he has $200,000 in student loans? Idiot. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Here's where I differ. I used to grow up and be like, I want to marry rich. I want to marry rich, all of this shit. Then I was like, fuck that. I want to be rich, whether it's because I'm married to somebody or it's because I made my own fucking coin. So I'm not concerned with my partner's... I. That being said, I'm not going to pay someone's rent. Never do so that. So you won't no, take no. care of your partner. I'm not going to find... I'm not going to be anybody's sugar daddy. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm paying your bills and doing that. Mm-hmm. If you come to me and you're like, I'm paying my bills, but like, I'm not a rich millionaire. Like, I have loans to pay off from college. 
I have loans, not 200,000, but I have student loans too. Could I pay them off maybe like very quickly? Sure. But do I want to necessarily do that? No, I like to allocate my funds to other things like coffee every day and doing shit. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to be dependent on anybody ever. So I'm like, if I have my financial situation figured the fuck out, that's what matters. Um, as long as you're not going to be like, okay, can you put your card down mm-hmm. and like literally ask me to do that? Like on a first fucking date, because you don't have money, then I would be like, wait a minute. Why'd you ask me out? Yeah. If you like are asking now me to buy you dinner. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say to that. My mom has always been the breadwinner. All of her husband's. All of her husbands, she's going to love that one, (laughs) did not make anywhere near as much money as her. Yeah. The relationships didn't work out. I do think men have a very, very hard time dating a woman who is more successful. Right. But that's not even my reasoning. I know I can only be dependent on myself. Yeah. I will never depend on anyone. So Fox News, they called me a gold digger. That's not what it is. I no, have my own. You have money. your own coin. I just know that men will end up cheating. They will end up, you guys will probably end up in a divorce. And I want to make sure that at least the finances are there. That's that's very valid. For my kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Hundred percent. So that's where I'm coming from. I think if Fox News is talking shit on you, then you like I said, you were doing something fucking right. I agree. You know what days are good for a drink? The ones that end in Y. You know the ones that are good for a hangover? None, never, nope. But fear not, boys and girls, I have the ultimate game changer. Taste salute. I've actually genuinely, honestly, have been drinking this every single day with or without tequila. And I know... We've all tried to escape the agony of the next morning scaries hangover, but all of the electrolytes, powders, you name it, I've tried all of them. Taste Salute is the one that's officially changing the game because the flavors are just incredible. Orchata, are you kidding me? And I didn't even flinch thinking about what the next day would bring because I was prepared specifically with my cucumber, lime, and hibiscus salute, which is my second favorite, waiting for me bedside. And the best part is it's only one gram of sugar. That's it. Plus, it's vegan and gluten-free, so I don't want to hear any excuses. Here's the best part. They are sharing the love with all of my listeners. Treat yourself with 10% off your first purchase using the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's right. Spell it out. S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 on their website, tastesalute.com. Cheers to recovery. Skims is the shit and everybody knows it. I could just stop right there, mic drop, but you know I come with receipts. Anything Skims is just so comfortable that I never, ever, ever feel the need to take it off the second I get home. It started with the underwear, and now I am obsessed with the bras. I was team bra-less. I was team no bra for a very long time, but... 
I tried their wireless form push-up plunge bra recently. That bra right there was able to convert me forever because no matter what you're working with, a little push-up never hurt. And unlike most push-up bras, this gives you those perky, lifted, and supported breasts. Plus, the plunge part makes it so you can really show off that cleavage if you want to and it just looks incredibly sexy and sleek so if you haven't yet it really is time sleuths shop skims bras at skims.com now available in 62 sizes 38 through 46 h plus get free shipping on orders over 75 dollars if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down menu that follows. It really helps. I would not want if so, when Sophia told me she was on Fox News, I thought you meant like you were interviewed <laughs> because like you had like you did something that was such an amazing accomplishment that Fox News, in, in Fox News' eyes, aka she like went to a Trump rally or some shit. I was like, oh fuck, am I on the wrong girl's podcast? And then when you showed me the clip and they were talking badly about you, I was like, oh fuck, rocking on, rock on. I'm gonna ask to go on the on their panel and defend I think myself. Say yes, I think they will too, and I honestly think that I could destruct and destroy every single one of them. You could easily take that. You're down. ugly. You're old. Just kidding. What would you say to Tommy Lauren? I would tell her she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Personally. She's KKK Barbie. That's what <laughs> that's what people call her. And it's very valid. KKK Barbie. KKK Barbie. You heard it here first. <laughs> I like that. Mary Falkill, Prada, Chanel, Dior. Okay. Mary Chanel. Fuck. Dior, kill Prada. I agree with fuck Dior. I think Dior is sexy. So sexy. I love the vibe of Dior. Classic. I'm going to sound really snobby, but that's okay because I am a humble bitch. I stayed at um, Capri Palace when I was in Capri. Uh huh. And the Dave Beach Club there is all designed in Christian Dior. I cried. It was the cutest thing ever. I have pictures. I'm going to post it. I lost everyone. <laughs> Yomi's rolling her eyes. Brian is like, no, me, I, shut the fuck the up. One, I've bought one designer bag in my whole life, and it's a Dior bag. Okay. And I bought it last fashion week, and it was a stupid purchase. Like, it's a small bag, month's rent, no re- But I just loved it so much, and I was like, I will never buy anything like this again. And I just want to, like— cherish this memory of like I've come to the point where at 25 years old I can afford a Dior bag which for some people means nothing for some people means everything and for me I was like I want this that's not like a dumb purchase though yeah you know like you can't it's not the most functional purchase I can't wear it in Philly because I would because it's Philly yeah I I would probably I wouldn't wear it comfortably um in Philly and it doesn't fit much but I do really it, it looks it photographs nice what do you think about fake bags because I actually want to go to Canal Street and get something. I have no issue with fake bags. I love the DH Gate Queens. I I thought that was real. But no, and this I'm, is real. Oh. <laughs> Fran, 
oh just God. I just picked up my you Birkin. You know what the bad thing is too? I went to school for fashion. Okay. Like I took fashion <laughs> courses on designers. I don't I don't think fake shit is a big deal. I think it looks just like the real shit and it's one tenth of the cost. I think you're saving money. Okay. Are you trying to say, like, do I need to literally, like, if this is fake, someone has no, a big I thought you were picking it up because we were coming. talking about fake. And I was like, oh, that's fake. Good for you, girl. It looks fucking real. Okay, so we are going to get this shit authenticated right after we wrap this up. <laughs> oh, my God. Does it look like it? No. no. I'm stupid. Like, I don't, I don't know designer it's shit. okay, babe. Don't listen to him. But also, <laughs> why did I have it on the floor? Yeah, that's bad. Anyways, Do you realize my, where we are? Roaches. I know. In New York, lantern roaches and fly, rats. Lantern, lantern flies. Straight from Philly. <laughs> straight from fucking Philly. Pittsburgh. Okay. Travis Barker, Jake Gyllenhaal, Timothy Chalamet, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, my God. That's really fucking hard. Oh, I have reasons to kill Jake Gyllenhaal because I'm a huge Swifty, but Mm. he's so cute. I would fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. I think if I would be married, I would, I would, I just don't see that going well. I feel like I would be in a bad place mentally. So I'm going to fuck him. Going to fuck the shit out of Jake Gyllenhaal. I've seen him in person, by the way, and he's fucking hot. If I marry Timothy, I piss off Kylie. If I marry Travis, I piss off Courtney. I think Kylie will forgive me. She forgave Jordan Woods. So I'm marrying Timothy Chalamet. I'm sorry, Travis. (laughs) You're done. And Courtney would fucking off with your head. Yeah. And I like really love the, oh, but I'm killing him instead. Hey, I'm only killing you because if you can't have him, no one can, babe. Yeah. Riding for you, Court. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think uh, Travis Barker's hot? No. Okay. But I can... He's not my aesthetic. Like, there's people who, like, are really attracted to that look. It's not—I'm not really into, like, tattoos to the point where I don't know if your dick has ink on it or not. Like, that's, like, no shade to anybody who loves tattoos Mm -hmm. like that. But I like to see, like, some natural, like, skin. Like, I don't need ink everywhere. He's also a little pale for me. He's very, My type of guy is what I call— creamy like you're creamy like creamy is when like this person is hydrated like there's I call it creamy because they look like if you like were to put your finger on their skin it would come up like peanut butter like like buttery like buttery glowy skin like real like think Idris Elba Mm. um who else is really fucking creamy like hmm trying to think you know what I mean though I do know what you mean I'm trying to think of someone that looks like that like Travis Kelsey's creamy. Can I look up this fucking? What you know is who he, Travis Kelsey? No, is? what is he from? He's a football player, but like, a, girl, I don't know anything about football either. Hello, but why would I know that? Travis Kelsey is so sexy. Let me see this. K E L C. I think you're gonna he know. He has a who helmet on in every picture. No, 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 no. no. Ooh, like, baby. His eyes alone. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, you know who's creamy? Another, why do I know so many football players? Danny Amendola, creamy as fuck. Yeah. Very creamy. Can I say something about Danny? Sure. When I said that horrible thing about Olivia Culpo, which <laughs> how I, of all people did I say somebody? <laughs> which I don't even know if I said it or if it was that other person. We said that Olivia is the most gorgeous woman on earth. By the way, she is in person even more beautiful. More stunning. Said she wasn't great in bed. How the fuck would we know? We d- wouldn't. 
he did a post defending her saying she was great in bed. Wow. So he's a king. He's a king. Right. He's creamy. He's defend Fox News, talk about that. Talk about that. That <laughs> shit that happened seven and a half years ago. But like, that's also a crazy thing to do. To yeah. like come to the defense of your girl after they broke up because he cheated. That's a green flag. Yeah. That's hot. It is? To be I like, no, hot. she's great in bed. I think it's hot. Do, are you like open about talking about if your man is good in bed? Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. But a lot of girls are like, why would you like talk about that? Like girls are going to want to fuck him. What? Yes. Okay. If I'm sorry, this is going to sound so fucking cunty, but if you hear someone say my man is good in bed and your first instinct is okay, then I want to fuck him. You can't, you can't find someone like. There's a lot of girls out there like that. It's scary. Find someone finding. Do you think finding someone that's good in bed is hard? Mm-mm. I think finding someone that's good in bed and good at dating is hard. Mm. For me, it's usually you're really good in bed, but you would ruin my mental health if I dated you, or <laughs> you're so good to me, but you don't do enough. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend's both. Great to me, great in bed. Um, love you, Josue. Um, but <laughs> if someone told me their boyfriend was good in bed, I wouldn't be like, I want to fuck him. I'd be like, ooh, that makes me want to find someone who's good in bed too. Because you're a good person. But I yeah. have, I've talked about how amazing my guy's, like, dick is, how good he is in bed. And I've had friends tell me, like, girl, you need to, like, keep that shit to yourself. If I see someone have something I want, it's going to make me work hard to get something that I want. It's not going to yes. make me work hard to steal something that they have. Some girls get off on, oh, that guy say, is taken. And it's very bizarre to me. I was very blessed to never have that issue because I was in a predominantly female friend group. And I was gay, so I would never be able to, even if I wanted to, I couldn't Mm -hmm. steal their boyfriends because their boyfriends liked girls. Mm -hmm. So I never had that issue. But God, did I see so many friends, especially in college. Friendships just fall apart at the seams because girls were just getting with their friends' boyfriends. Yeah. I just think men ain't shit. No offense. I love you. No, I valid. But I just think they're not shit. And like, why the fuck would you ruin a friendship? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck guys, fuck Fox News, and who else? Fuck Travis Kelsey in a in a <laughs> sexual way. Uh, me too. Now I'm yep. on the Travis Kelsey train. Is he dating anyone? Oh, now that I I think he is. I I'm not I'm is not a, I'm not versed on that. Uh? He was. So I, could I think slide they broke into the up. DM. DM him right now. Wait, no, because what if he has a girlfriend? I really don't know. Okay, I'm gonna figure out for sure because I am a girl's girl, and then I'll slide in. Yes. Chances of him answering high. Honestly, high. He does? Yes. That's why I know him. So his brother, Jason Kelsey, plays for the Eagles. And Eagles are a Philadelphia team. Um, I'm surprised the team isn't called Lanternflies. Oh, my God. I'm surprised the New York Jets aren't the New York Rats. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, yeah, he has a podcast. I think you would like him. Have you dated a sports player? No. So they, you, they you typically date... Like, what is the occupation of the men who have enormous bank accounts? What is their, are they finance guys? I don't even need enormous bank account. No, I was teasing. Fox News. <laughs> As I set my Birkin down. The fake one, I guess. But um, I, I don't have a type. Well, actually, I do. Not famous. Not famous. Not an athlete. Not in the scene. Low key. Mary fuck kill. 
politician, NFL player, finance executive. Fuck the NFL player. Kill the politician. Okay. Marry. Finance. Mm-hmm. You think NFL players cheat more than a finance person? Yeah. Really? Yes. I think women get their panties wet 10 times more for an athlete than for a fucking guy sitting behind a desk. I think that finance men are more likely to cheat. Every time I hear a story, it is them in their fucking office after hours with some other bitch. You've seen it on TV. I've seen it in real life. Like You might have a point Because there. the thing with NFL players, and I know this from being a certified clout chaser who goes to clubs and literally tries to get in booths with NFL players, <laughs> they're boring as fuck. And it's not because they want to be. Like half the time, like when I would go out in Philly, Ben Simmons, who's a basketball player, would always I be there. And... I guess he would have a team that would be like, Ben, like you can't like you can't be posted. You can't do anything like they do not want to be photographed. I'm sure he was probably whispering to people come back to my place after. But if it was happening, I wasn't seeing it. Whereas like finance men, maybe the Morgan Stanley folk know who they are, but I don't mm-hmm. fucking know who Jared, whatever his name is. Very true. And they can slide around and like they go on these business trips and I don't know what the fuck they're doing with who. Yeah. If I'm taking an NFL player, bitch, I'm coming to your away game. I'm getting on that <laughs> fucking van and I'm sitting courtside. If I'm dating a, a businessman, you think I want to come on your fucking the, the yacht like, to schmooze the clients? The yacht, maybe, but the, I don't want to come to your conference. You might have a point there, but I mean, come on, athletes cheat. You might not see yeah, it, but everybody. They have- There's no profession that's like date these people. They never cheat, right? No one's no one's safe at the end of the no day. No one is safe. Which is why you ask people for their bank account information because if they're going to cheat, they're going to pay. Thank you. Fo- <laughs> thank you at Fox News. Okay, last question and then we can wrap up. Okay. Do you think gay men are more likely to cheat than straight? And do you think men cheat more than women? I don't want to say that gay men are more likely to cheat you don't per se. I would say gay men it's harder for them to commit, which might Mm. sound crazy. But it took me 25 years to be my first relationship because (laughs) I could never find a gay guy that wanted to commit. Because we are such late bloomers, and maybe this will change as tolerance comes, I didn't feel comfortable in my sexuality and dating until I was maybe 20 years old, whereas my girlfriends were starting to be comfortable dating at literally 15, freshman year of high school. That makes a lot of sense. So for the average person, when you're 25, for a gay guy, you might be full. Like when I was 24, I was in my first whore era. Like that was my first, like this is my first time being a slut. This is my first time experiencing like fucking multiple guys every other week. Whereas my girlfriends experienced that when they were 19 in freshman year of college. So I think it's harder to find gay guys to commit. I don't necessarily want to say that they cheat more easily than straight men because the opportunities for a straight man to cheat are better because there's so many more women out there than there is gay men to mm. cheat on with. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do I think guys cheat more than girls? Yes, you I do. do. I do. I just think like... The patriarchy. Yeah, there. I think that would be like a whole deep level analysis. Not that cheating is a strength, but like... <laughs> It's not at all. But, like, I just don't think, like, I I can barely get my girlfriends to, like, even see their worth sometimes to be like, I want to date this guy, like, I or I'm not going to put up with his bullshit. Like, 
I will watch some of my friends like let guys just dog them constantly. They wouldn't even think about leaving this man, let alone sleeping with somebody else in a relationship. And I, I don't even really know where I'm going with this. No, 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 but no, no. I, men, I gotta... unfortunately, have more confidence in society, and they can confidently cheat. And with this, like, if my girl finds out, she'll take me back. And I hate that mm. because it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. There, there is something to that. Like, they feel comfortable cheating because they feel comfortable enough that their boys aren't going to snitch on them. No one's going to tell. And if they do tell, they'll be able to schmooze their way back into it. And it's so fucked. I would watch the men in my college cheat on their girlfriends all the time. And you, in front of so many people. Yeah. Nobody, none of their friends would tell. If one of my girlfriends cheated on their boyfriends. <gasps> you would tell on them? I wouldn't tell on them necessarily. It depends on the situation. But girls talk more than guys in that aspect. Like, you will find out the girls whispering, he cheats on his girlfriend, he cheats on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Men. I would go up to a guy named Mike and be like, Mike, Jesse is cheating on his girlfriend. And he would literally watch Jesse making out with another girl. He'd be like, no, he's not. What? The level <laughs> like, of like, so? it's like they're in like a social, like they're in like the CIA or some shit covering <laughs> each other's tracks. So I think men for some reason just get away with it. But and because of that, I think they're more likely to cheat because they're, we've raised them in a society where they can get away with it. That is such an interesting take that I've never thought My about. message isn't girls cheat on your boyfriends and claim your power back. It's girls just don't even associate yourself with piece of shit men that are going to one, treat you poorly and two, cheat on you. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. But they might cheat on you, so make sure they have a great bank account. And with that, I think that that's all for today. That's all for today. Sophia with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Vagisil. <laughs> and Forever 21. Thank you. Uh, Sophia with an F21 and <laughs> Sophia with a PH. You're good. I, hey, I did have a business marketing degree. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, Brandon, you are one of the funniest fucking people I know. Thank I thought talk. our friendship would be forever until you just said that you would snitch on your girlfriend. I never cheated. said that. Kind of, kind of. No. But not you wouldn't I snitch wouldn't on snitch. me. I would not I would never snitch. Okay, thank you. What, I'm the type of friend who would just be like, girl, figure your shit out. Okay. I'm not I, gonna I say anything, that. but figure your shit out because that's messy and I don't agree with your behavior. Mm-hmm. It's on you to, to handle that. I'm not gonna do your dirty work by telling somebody that you cheated. That's on you to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. But get it together. I, I need someone to like tell me that, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't want you to just like turn a blind eye. Hundred percent. Brandon, where can they find you? Brand underscore flakes with <laughs> choosies on Instagram. Brand two underscores, because someone fucking took my username. Brand two underscores flakes with two Zs on TikTok. Love it. Did you try to get the username? When I first joined, but then I was just like, it looks like one underscore no matter what. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get mine and she said it had sentimental value. And I was like, bitch. What? Have, like what? Anyways, you guys know where to find me. Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y on all social media platforms and subscribe to the YouTube. Talk to you next week. Sleuths. Bye. Bye.